Welcome to the Inspired Word of God. I'm Marcia. Today's message is Don't Open That Door. Deuteronomy 18.9 When thou art come into the land which the Lord thy God gives thee, thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. Lord, decrease me and increase the wisdom in the message that you have going forward today. May the seeds you plant in the hearts of those listening be watered by many, take root, and grow. Amen. The Lord was instructing Moses about the land that he was bringing the Israel nation to. He told Moses that those people did abominable practices the Israelite community was not to be partakers of this pagan land. Deuteronomy 18, 9 through 14. I just read 9, but I'm going to read it again. When thou art come into the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. There shall not be found among you any one that maketh his son or daughter to pass through the fire, or that uses divination, or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch, or a charmer, or a consulter with familiar spirits, or a wizard, or a necromancer. For all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord, and because of these abominations the Lord thy God doth drive them out from before thee. Thou shalt be perfect with the Lord thy God, for these nations which thou shalt possess hearkened unto observers of times and unto diviners. But as for thee, the Lord thy God, hath not suffered thee to do so. The mention of passing children through the fire meant those people burned their children as a sacrifice to their pagan gods. It says in Deuteronomy 12.31, Thou shalt not do so unto the Lord thy God, for every abomination of the Lord, which he hates, have they done unto their gods. For even their sons and their daughters they have burnt in the fire to their gods. Leviticus 18.21 tells us, And thou shalt not let any of thy seed pass through the fire of Molech, neither shalt thou profane the name of thy God. I am the Lord. The Lord told Moses to give this message to the people. And it tells us in Leviticus 20, verse 2 and 3, Again thou shalt say to the children of Israel, Whosoever he be of the children of Israel, or of the strangers that sojourn in Israel, that give any of his seed unto Molech, he shall surely be put to death. The people of the land shall stone him with stones, and I will set my face against that man, and will cut him off from among his people, 
because he has given his seed unto Moloch to defile my sanctuary and profane my holy name. The Lord means what he says when he gives us directives. Not only would the community of Israel suffer the consequences of child sacrifice, but any strangers that were traveling with them, the same applied to them. Divination is the practice of attempting to foretell future events or discover hidden knowledge by occult or supernatural means. An observer of times is a person who pretends to foretell by the clouds or the planets. An enchanter is a diviner either by means of serpents or by inspecting the entrails of beasts, the flight of birds, and so forth. A witch is a person, especially a woman, who professes or is supposed to practice magic or sorcery, a sorceress. Some people recognize that there are times when the zodiac sign is exact in matching to a person's personality. However, if you entertain the supernatural, it will oblige you. What better way to keep you coming back? It is still demonic. Think about it for a minute. If you have someone who consults demonic spirits to the degree that they can levitate off of the ground, it is the demonic spirits that are showing up and delivering to the person. Leviticus 19.31 tells us, Regard not them that have familiar spirits, neither seek after wizards to be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God. These are spirits you are dealing with, and their leader, their boss, their God, is Satan. But God tells us in Scripture to regard not and not to seek after them. If you are living for Christ and you still read your horoscope to see what it says under your zodiac sign, you are in opposition to God because that is an observer of times. Why are we looking at his creation, such as the stars and their position in the sky, to give us answers? to our future, or to our life, when we simply could just talk to God himself and ask him. If you play with the supernatural, demonic activity will be present because you are inviting it in. Other things used to usher in demonic activity are tarot cards, Ouija boards, and consulting psychics. The Lord told the Israel community not to partake in these things. Now, they didn't have the, the Ouija board, but he's talking about consulting medians 
and all of those other things of the occult? Why do we think that it is okay for us to do it today when it wasn't okay for them to do it a few thousand years ago? God is still God yesterday, today, and forever. He's still the same God that tells us not to do it, that told them not to do it. You can have your pastor or a prayer team of intercessors come in and, and anoint your home if you have demonic activity going on in there. However, if you go right back to partaking in those same practices, you're just reopening that door in the spirit realm. And those demonic entities are coming right back. The solution to the problem is to get your life and your spiritual walk in step with God. That happens when you practice living how he wants you to live according to his word. We need to make sure that we repent for dabbling in all of those things that he has told us not to dabble in because they are an abomination. There are a lot of activities today in this world where people practice the occult, witchcraft. Kids like to play with the Ouija board until it scares them because things start coming out of it that they didn't expect to come out. It really is not a toy for kids. It shouldn't be played with by anybody in truth. But people also like to consult psychics. It seems to be the end thing for a person to have a psychic that they go and visit, kind of like somebody else might go and visit a therapist. In 1 Samuel 28, 7, it says, Then Saul said unto his servants, Seek me a woman that has a familiar spirit that I may go to her and inquire of her. And his servants said to him, Behold, there is a woman, a familiar spirit, at Endor. Depending on what Bible you read, it might have um, a title that says the Witch of Endor. But she was a median, a witch. She dabbled in the occult. And she called up dead spirits. and. In this case, she called up Samuel to speak with Saul. Saul wanted to hear from Samuel because Saul was not getting any answers from God. And so Samuel had passed away. And so he went to a witch to conjure up Samuel's spirit so he could talk to him. And this stuff might look chic. It might seem like the end thing to do in this day and age, and it, it is age old because they did it in ancient times as we see here, but you will have to answer for that. It says in First Chronicles ten thirteen, So Saul died for his transgression, which he committed against the Lord, even against the word of the Lord which he kept not, and also for asking counsel of one that had a familiar spirit to inquire of it. 
So when you read about Saul and all that he did and his disobedience to the Lord, in the end, he did die for all of these things. But as you see, consulting a familiar spirit was tacked on to that. God sees everything that we do, and we will have to answer for those things. This stuff is not a game. I mentioned earlier about why don't we just consult the Lord instead of all of these other things and go about different ways to get answers. But it's also scriptural. It says in Isaiah 8.19, And when they shall say unto you, Seek unto them that have familiar spirits, and unto wizards that peep and that mutter, should not a people seek unto their God for the living to the dead? So we should be seeking our Lord instead of trying to conjure up a dead spirit. And you shouldn't be out there trying to conjure up a dead spirit of a relative to talk to them. Doing that is no different than what Saul did to Samuel. And we know how that turned out for him. Life is a challenge. We do not want to complicate it any more than it already is. But when we unknowingly open doors in the spirit realm, demonic activity will come in and it will add to that complicated life that you have. It is ideal for us to seek God daily for direction and protection. The devil will show up without you opening doors. I think we all know that. So why should we add to that trauma and drama by willingly opening the door to demonic activity because we choose to practice in things of the occult? Why do we bother to armor up? According to Ephesians chapter 6, if we're going to go and knock on the door and swing it open and invite more spirits in. We're actually defeating our purpose to armor up against the wiles of the enemy if we're just going to open the door to him willingly. There are two goals to this message. One, you understand that tapping into these activities of the occult is not okay with God. He calls it an abomination. They may be popular things for people to do, reading the tarot cards, consulting a psychic, playing with the Ouija board, but God says, seek ye not. And number two, the second reason, demonic activity in your life is real. It's nothing to play with. You don't get to choose how those entities come into your life and treat you or what they do in your circumstances. Either way, it's never pleasant. And sometimes it can be tragic because they, like the one they serve, come to kill, steal, and destroy. God tells us to steer clear of such activity. If you keep returning to it, then that makes you disobedient. If you want to be tied to it, he will let you. At this point, 
you are exercising free will. You might think it's okay to say that you are a Christian as you partake in these things because you truly believe what you say, but to continue to partake in these activities has you straddling the fence. You cannot serve two masters. When tragedy strikes or some other destructive mishap comes up in your life, you immediately want to run to God and ask him to fix it, make things right. But remember, it's one or the other. It tells us in 1 Corinthians 10.21, you cannot drink the cup of the Lord and drink the cup of devils. You cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and of the table of the devils. 2 Corinthians 6.15-17 through 17. And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part has he that believes with an infidel? And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God, as God has said. I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God and they shall be my people. Wherefore come out from among them, and be ye separate, says the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. And First King 18.21 And Elijah came unto all the people and said, How long halt ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him not a word. If it is the one true God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that you choose to follow, then it should not be a hard choice for you to make in walking away from those vices that you enjoy playing with in the demonic realm. Walk away before they trap you in a stranglehold. My closing prayer. Lord, give us clarity on those things we choose to associate with. I pray that we listen to our heart when it speaks to our spirit, when it says, go back, turn around, or steer clear. Some things are not to be entertained. Learning to follow the guidance of Holy Spirit will keep us on the right path and out of danger. In the name of Jesus, amen. Wow.